Hello and welcome to the Style Stories podcast with me, your host, personal stylist, Lisa Gilby. This is a podcast that aims to bring you lots of tips and tricks to get your wardrobe looking and feeling exactly how you want it, to get that elusive capsule wardrobe that works for you and to get clarity on your personal style. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by Fanula Crow of New Day Originals. New Day Originals was started in 2020 by Finn. She creates amazing, beautiful dresses that are all made from sustainable fabrics. She only makes a run of about 30 dresses each time, so they're really, really unique as well. And a huge warm welcome back onto the Style Stories podcast. Fanula, Finn, Crow, welcome from New Day Originals. I think you've been on here three times before, twice before. We did a wardrobe detox. Do you remember it was during lockdown? Yes, yes. And then we did one just a few months ago. Um, I think it might be. She's a yeah. regular. She's a regular on the podcast. I love having Finn on here. Just quickly, it's International Women's Day and I... So it's great to have Finn on International Women's Day. This is not going to be going out on International Women's Day, but we're recording it today. And I met Finn through being a businesswoman. So we both own small businesses and we've both supported each other when we met. And and now we've become friends, which is amazing. We go out for drinks and because we're both Celtic, we're good at that. And I'm not saying that every person who's Celtic is, but we are. And yeah, it's been amazing to just have support and, you know, women supporting other women is amazing. So I thought today on the podcast, I'd talk about trusting your gut um, when it comes to your wardrobe, because there is so much distraction out there until you work out what really works for you, what you love, then you're not going to get a really sustainable, wearable wardrobe. So that is something that we want to touch on today as well, is how to get a, a really wearable wardrobe and get more from the clothes that you have in your wardrobe because Fanula has done Finn has done a live on her Instagram today New Day Originals all around this because people want to know how to wear things how they can wear things differently you know and really feel comfortable in what they wear but stylish as well so comfort mixed with style is really, really important. You know, to get a wardrobe you love definitely doesn't mean just following trends, being being a slave to trends. It's working out what you love. You know, these are the distractions I'm talking about. Just because a journalist maybe says something isn't on trend anymore or, you know, a fashion editor, then it's easy to then think, oh, I shouldn't wear that. But if you love it, you should wear it. And once you know what suits you and what works for you, you're less likely to get distracted. This has come about really from... Uh, an article in The Guardian that I saw that was taken out of context and they used the title floral dresses, floral midi dresses are over for this year. And it's such nonsense because the re- all of us love, you know, most people love to wear something comfortable and stylish and that's what ticks the box. You know, a beautiful pattern, a lovely dress. You know, if that's your style, go for it with trainers or with boots or with heels. They're versatile. So I just wondered what, you know, if you read that, what you thought about that. She's got her chunky boots on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw Lisa's post on her Facebook or something talking about that. And I actually I WhatsApp, WhatsApped you or I messaged yeah. you and said, how very dare you? Um, but, you know, 
and not just because I have a lot of printed dresses in my collection, but because I, I, I suppose I loathe that mindset that we must be on trend. And one of the things I talk about a lot in my socials or when I do a live is how to pick a couple of little things. It could just be a necklace or a belt, which mine is on my chair. I've just run in and I've taken it off or a pair of boots or something or shoes or strap sandals or a new uh, uh, you know, a belt in the season's biggest hue, it could be lilac this season, and how that can be enough to update your wardrobe to something else. And I also think, you know, slavishly following trends is A, a thing of the past, and B, and you talk about this a lot, a new trend won't always suit you, you no. know? So for example, I think seeing, you know, printed dresses are like last year and they're all out now. It's a bit like saying to me that skinny, skinny jeans are out now because skinny jeans, in my view, are the most flattering style on me. And even though on good advice, I have gone and tried uh, thanks to Lisa, because you were really good on the whole jean thing. I've tried other styles and I've even bought a pair of flares. Mm. I don't feel like I look really good in them. And you might think I look, look good in them, but because I don't feel like I look good in them, I, I don't wear them. And so now they're a waste. So I really believe in tapping into and really knowing what suits you is is much more sustainable. I also think it's a bit unimaginative, isn't it? Just following following a trend for trend's sake um, and often looks ridiculous. Absolutely. I mean, I think body shape's really, really important. I did see another stylist mention actually recently in her newsletter that she thought body shape wasn't important, but I think it's one of the most important things to feel body confident in the clothes, you know, and that sort of, with jeans, I think that comes into play hugely. You know, even, you know, it's how you feel in that. If you feel comfortable. So we're going back to that comfortable thing. You've got to feel comfortable in your clothes. And I think this is why dresses are so popular. Why people love them so much is because it's that you feel comfortable, but you still feel a bit dressed up. You know, you still feel a bit glam. You look like you've made an effort. I just wanted to clarify on that. So the, the article I'm talking about, it was the design, the head of design at John Lewis if you're listening outside the, the UK, John Lewis is kind of, it's an, more of an everyman department store. So it's not like a high-end one like Harrods or Selfridges or Harvey Nichols. It's more kind of every, you know, it competes, I think, with Marks and Spencers and though in that kind of mid-market area. Um, but what they were saying was, because that was the headline they used, but actually when you read the article, they just said they're changing their prints up from ditzy prints, ditzy florals into more kind of geometric, you know, all those sorts of stronger, bolder prints and also moving a lot towards tailoring. Yep. So you've got you've got bold florals in your collection, lots of different prints, you know, leopard print and, and animal print is is considered a bit more it's like a neutral now that's kind of considered a neutral for a lot of people and these dresses are a wardrobe staple so you know it's definitely a wardrobe staple but the tailoring thing I just wanted to talk to you about because 
a law firm has mentioned, written a, written a letter to all their staff, a huge law firm, I can't remember the name of them now, Verdays, hang on, I've got it written down, um, Verdags, Verdags, London law firm, Vardags, instructed staff to ditch the suits and channel Annabelle's the exclusive Mayfair nightclub. So we're getting loads of messages from everywhere. Tailoring's in, blah, blah. And then this big... Well, yes, uh, you know, particularly for the international people, but I'm Irish and I've been in Annabelle's. How would you describe Annabelle's? And is that, are they really being, are they really being true about that? Are they being honest? Like, isn't that kind of a club? Yeah, so it's an exclusive... Mayfair Club, you cannot wear, you wouldn't get in if you were wearing jeans, shorts. And um, they say jeans actually are okay if they're smart and a block colour. You can't wear a t-shirt unless you've got a, a tailored jacket over the top. You know, there are rules there. And, and I think they say in Annabelle's, they say you need to dress, this is it, smart, elegant attire. That's that's the that's the dress code, and that's what this law firm is saying. It's staff need to wear now I think it, that's confusing so floaty dresses I mean I've been seeing this trend for a while in that I have quite a few customers who actually do work in corporate and I used to work in corporate and you know I used to wear you know you know kind of quite smart skirt quite tailored shirt and a blazer that was pretty much my uniform or if I was wearing a dress it would be you know you know quite a kind of a smart dress I was I was a CMO I was a, a head of marketing in in the corporate world and definitely a bit more conservative and definitely like a little heel you know or a, a big heel but like a court shoe clothes shoe you know that was kind of how I dressed and I was in quite a creative environment so I know people who even like were a bit more pinstriped and white shirted with stiff collars. And so I got away with being a little bit more casual. Now those very same former colleagues of mine are wearing my dresses. And, and I'll tell you one person, and she does follow you actually, uh, her name is Sarah Atkins. Yes, yes. She was actually my boss, um, you know, many moons ago. She hates when I say that actually. She goes, I was not your boss. But, you know, <laughs> Anyway, she was my boss. I did report to her. And she actually wears a lot of my collection now. She's just bought this dress in a kind of a geometric blueprint. And she said, you know, she's just going to put one of her smart blazers on that. And probably some days, like a flat shoe, even a trainer or a lovely flat loafer. Whereas before, Sarah always wore pretty much matching jacket, matching skirt, because she was in really senior roles. And she works for a membership organization that is, to be fair, quite conservative and so she's she wears an awful lot of dresses now to work some of them mine some of them others and then for a meeting maybe with a client or a director she might throw a blazer like this on over it and just you know smarten it up but then you know it doesn't mean that she hasn't got control you know like any any seniority or she's unprofessional if she's in just a nice floaty dress for the day. Um, she's bought an event recently wearing one of my dresses, one of my like shirt dresses. So yeah, I think that kind of corporate 
tight jacket suit look is is has definitely uh, died a death. And I have a lot of my clients now wearing kind of dresses cleverly. Yeah, and that's why it's such a versatile piece in the wardrobe to have this sort of collection of dresses because you can then throw it on and go. But like you've just described, what she's wearing is a perfect mix. It's smart, casual. I've just, I've been reading this book because she's smartened it up with the blazer. So, you know, but the dress softens it and makes it less formal and takes it into a more modern place, more up, so the look is more up to date. And it's more individual, Lisa, as well. Like, I think you can be more individual with your look, whereas a navy suit is a navy suit. Like, it's quite hard to personalise that and show off your personality in kind of very, that very corporate uniform. Whereas you can definitely, like, if I was still a CMO, this would be perfectly acceptable, including... Chunky boots. I mean, yeah, I mean, so this is what this, you know, the law law and the more formal, traditional kind of um, professions have been quite behind in 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 saying to their staff, you can be smart, casual. They've sort of stuck in the formal side. So this this email that was sent round, you know, has sort of been a bit shocking to people. And I think they're sort of hardwired, a lot of the lawyers to still wear their suits. But definitely, you know, you can then look a bit dated but the book that I was going to mention I'm reading is called Big Dress Energy which is amazing she's coming on the podcast hopefully soon but she she just describes how um so she's called Shakela Forbes Bell is the author but she describes how if you wear all formal clothes you look unapproachable you well you look authoritative you do you have a strong look but if you and if you wear casual clothes you look soft approachable more fun and you've brought some personality to your look but if you mix the two together that's smart casual so you've got your you know your personality the dress a bit more modern and then you're smartening it up with a bit of tailoring and I think a bit of tailoring in the workplace is really essential I just think it brings you know brings it all together and that's the epitome really of smart casual what were you I was going to ask you actually what would you wear to Annabelle's then that dress code what would you I honestly don't know. Like, I always think of, I suppose, I always think of Annabelle's like a bit more glitzy. That's why it kind of surprises me. Like a bit more, you know, um, halter neck kind of, but like this is going back a bit, but like a bit more kind of, you know, halter neck, sequiny top with, you know, maybe, you know, some nice, uh, as you say, tailored trousers or tailored jeans. But then again, when I think about it, I could probably see people in Annabelle swishing around in beautiful Rixo dresses, for example, you know, really kind of, you know, really cool. It's a bit more cool now to wear sort of, you know, a, a midaxi sort of, um, you know, slip dress or floral dress. So I imagine that's what you would see in Annabelle's. Now we mu- we must go, Lisa. I would love to go. Field research. I don't know if they'd let me in. We could we put it on expenses? Do you think? <laughs> Not my expenses, but someone, <laughs> someone's definitely. We'll work it out. It's a work research trip, definitely. Now, the, the basically in the article, she does say, "Be your fabulous selves. Wear what." 
she said if, if that means wearing something gold wear it but I can't imagine the lawyers are going to start doing that I mean I think it's a bit of a step too far but it's just showing how we're you know it, it's interesting there is going to be a lot more tailoring in the shops this season you know what do you, do you know what the pennies just dropped a bit on that not meaning to go all kind of you know you know society and stuff but I'm thinking about this in a in a legal division I was thinking of a lawyer I used to work with in one of my old jobs and because she got paid so much more than most of us she always had like Roland Moore dresses and Hervé Leger stuff mm -hmm. and boots and shoes and you know she was wearing the same as us we were all quite smart and booted and suited but my suits were from warehouse or oasis and you know that kind of thing and so it almost levels things out, doesn't it? It's kind of now, if it's about a floral dress, do you know what? You can get a really lovely floral dress, even a sustainable one, for like, you know, 60, 70 pounds. You don't need to go out and have loads of money. So it becomes, it's almost democratizing or mm -hmm. taking the hierarchy out of, you know, the senior people on their six-figure salaries versus, you know, maybe someone who's on an internship on, you know, a minimum wage, that suddenly it's actually about creativity and how and style and how you know how to put yourself together mm. and it's no longer about um sort of how much you can spend on an Armani suit what do you think yeah I think for, I think that's amazing I think that that's really good for, obviously because people it, it's more about your personality bringing your personality to work like you say democratizing it but I think for some people that's going to be their idea of hell because because they haven't got creativity they will be yearning for the days when you just threw on a suit and put on a you know but then there's so much content out there lisa like that there wasn't before so before you might pick up say the sunday times magazine and maybe get some kind of you know style tips or you know if there was a good columnist in there you might get a little bit of styling tips and then there was good old trini and susanna and Juan, you know this is yeah. back kind of in the in the noughties or even yeah probably the early noughties and and on a bit now you know you can follow you know there's so much style information out there I mean there's the likes of yourself with a great Facebook group where it's not just your posts but your members post in there there's you know, any brand worth their salt. There's loads of sort of freelance stylists. You know, I have a lady I, I follow a lot called Emily Style. She's London-based. She's got lots of clients who don't necessarily have massive budgets, but definitely need help getting their wardrobe together. And so, yeah, if you're the person who always loved the fact that they could hide behind their black two-piece suit and change into their Charles Stewart uh, shirt five days a week and on rotation change those shirts, sure, it's a nightmare. But it's not impossible. You'd be surprised if you're put to the task what you can uncover about yourself. I mean, from getting a you know, proper stylist like you, but right down to just listening to the free content out there and hitting upon a couple of stylists or a couple of influencers who align to maybe an uh, maybe an undiscovered hidden uh, style that you have. 
something that you haven't explored. I mean, yeah, you come up with a uniform, you know, you could come up with an easy, but just a couple of smart separates that work for you. But this is what I sort of said at the beginning. And this is what we were saying. It's really important to just work out what you love as a person. So you, you know, you don't have to be wearing something something brightly colored to you know if that's on trend and all of that because you're more perhaps you're more of a neutral person then in that case stick to your neutrals do you need a bit of tailoring to feel pulled together just try and drill down a bit on what you love and trust your gut instinct well, it's, it's a bit of a throwaway thing to say there is a sense of have fun with it you know let yourself you know, look around maybe your own interiors to get cues for what you really like. I mean, it's probably easier for you and I, because look, you only have to look at my background, my wallpaper to know that, you know, I'm a colorful person, but a lot of people put themselves in this box on a and they go, I'm not creative. I'm not stylish. I yeah. have no clue. Yeah. And the next thing you walk into their, their house and you see some really quirky stuff and you're like, my god I didn't know you were into collecting vintage photos and next thing there's a whole conversation where actually they would feel brilliant in more vintage style clothing or even to shop vintage and wear that kind of stuff they never really knew that about themselves so you've got to look for cues everywhere in your life you know what you like doing personally often gives you cues for how you might like to dress and what you might feel comfortable in, but you somehow got in a rut of, you know, wearing a navy suit every day. Yeah, don't don't let don't be limited. And also, it's well, we all want to we all want to fit in. That's like a really human thing. So it's about fitting in as well. So at work, I think you know people limiting themselves thinking I couldn't wear that is probably because they're scared of what others might think of them. But that's why exploring it. But like that's a great tip. What you're saying, look around. What what's your house like? Is it quite classic? Are you quite traditional? You know, what's your taste? Where does your taste lie? Do you like a bold pattern? What are you drawn to? Are you a bit more earthy? You know, there are definitely clues. Or when you go on holidays, what do you wear on holidays? Because look, you don't wear a navy suit when you're on holidays. Hopefully, and I'm really sorry if you do wear a navy suit on holidays. But like, you know, where do you go on holidays? You know, what do you admire on other people when you're on holidays? Try it. Like, you know, yeah. is, your, is your holiday wardrobe more um, more colourful? Well, why are you partitioning it if you've been given the go ahead, if you're a lawyer, an accountant in one of these big pro firms or even in any firm? Why are you? Why are you kind of boxing that off into only on holidays? I'm not saying go around in a, you know, in a low T, you know, mini dress or anything. But I'm just saying take your cues from what you feel great on in when you're on holidays or when you're, you know, hanging out on the weekend and then try and bring elements of that into your wardrobe. And you can be taken seriously wearing something other than a suit. You don't have to. It's not just limited to that. You, you, you know, you're not. It's not the only serious people. The only people who are good at their jobs wear suits. You know, I'd like to think in this day and age in particular, exactly. you know, where, you know, where we're embracing the, you know, the, the non-binary kind of gender um, you know, the he, she, it, they, I most certainly would like to think that how you dress is becoming less and less important to how seriously uh, you are taken.
And that's a big point to think about. I just wanted you to, um, we're going to finish off with, I just want to talk through a bit of what you've got new in your collection, but also Mother's Day is coming up. And I think you've got an offer for orders. You've been following my Instagram today. Oh, no, no, that was my email last night. I haven't even put that on Instagram. Because today I did the styling thing for International Women's Day, which I love doing, but I can never really get my act together and kind of get a rail together and run around and get jackets and stuff out of my wardrobe. So I love doing it, by the way. I'll do more of those. Um, Yeah, so Mother's Day, that's, you know, Mother's Day is an interesting one because a lot of people don't have their mums around or maybe don't, um, you know, aren't mums themselves. Uh, I'm a stepmom. There should be, you know, definitely recognition for stepmoms or, or godmoms or doggy mums or cat mums. I'm yes. cat. But um, yeah, what we did for Mother's Day, and I don't have them around, but we should have told me this. I would have gone and grabbed one. I apologize. Um, you've got a lovely cloth because you you gave me one when I went to Mexico. You've got the... Um... Oh, yeah. I give you one to match your slip dress and stuff. Yes. So anyway, I've got these gorgeous artisan maids and I'm doing this because they're literally, I measured it yesterday, it's 48 centimetres oh, okay. Yeah, 38 centimetres tall. And they're these amazing, I think they're going to be amazing beach bags because they're not so heavy. So you can wrap them up in your bag really squishy even though they're quite padded. And I have tested, I'm not going to put this on my terms and conditions, but I've tested like, 10 kilos um in them and like they don't they don't even give you a groan you can you can carry load stuff in them so they're these lovely hand quilted um uh hand printed um sustainable bags you'll have to go onto my website to look at them but there are tote bags and we're giving those with every purchase as long as while stocks last for 20 quid and they're normally 45 and they make such a lovely gift for mom or you can keep it for yourself um and they match our kind of kimonos and stuff like that so gorgeous yeah, check those out and yeah. our dresses today's our dresses let's talk about the dresses yes so you've got some new dresses in the collection now you do all sorts of prints it's all sustainable it's all sustainable yeah, yeah. fabrics it's really you're really all about that and circular fashion yeah and you know I love to see the rise and rise of the you know use of dresses and people are wearing them all year round um definitely every time I take pen to paper and draw a dress or think one up in my mind I am thinking of at least three ways but mostly about 10 ways and occasions you can wear that dress from you know yeah to occasion to beach to whatever anyway um a lot of what we're kind of doing at the moment is getting ready for summer. We do a lot of block printing. This was not deliberately there, but this, by the way, is autumn winter <laughs> next year. Um, but a lot of what we do is block printing, which is a very elegant kind of and very unique sort of design. So the big high street guys can't block print because you really can only do it in quite small quantities because it's done by hand. And then we're also, um, this is Dee Dee here beside me. So this is our latest arrival and I've got her on in this very pretty. Um, oh, so you guys watching. I've taken off the belt, but I've got her on in this lovely. It's a peony print. This is um, Olive Grove. And then we've done this really nice, 
um, one that I think is perfect for corporate uh, because I think it looks lovely with navy blazer over it and stuff, but it's a lovely geometric blueprint. And then we make kind of everything just, look, I'd be honest, and I hate using this language, but if you're feeling a little bit like I hate something, I'm, you know, crushing my waist or, you know, my weight fluctuates according to my cycle or according to the seasons or whatever the case may be. Um, we make all of our clothing just a little bit looser on the waist. This one's just very lightly elasticated. Right. It's just lovely to wear. And then we also make everything to ensure they fit smaller bus. And also if you've got a bigger bus and you don't want your cleavage on show, you just give it a little pull here and it still looks really stylish. So anyway, look, best thing, I mean, I have dozens and dozens of designs, but um, yeah, just check them out and support yes. small sustainable. Support a small sustainable business and you know you're getting something more original as well than the big guys, like you mentioned about the block printing. So, you know, you, you only do small 24, 24 yeah. to 30 of these made, each of these made, that's it. There's no more being amazing. So you can't possibly, yeah, get dress clash, as I like to call it. Yeah, it's a really unique. So, you know, Rixo, I love Rixo, but it can be, you know, that, that sort of, you could turn up at a wedding, there's a couple of people in it, maybe. Just a quick note. I'm still clear of Rixo for weddings, but I love Rixo. Like, we're I great Rixo, but I'm really nervous about buying it for weddings. But if someone from Rixo wants to correct me on that, Yes, if someone wants to correct me, please do. Yeah, that might. It's, not, it's a bit of a sweeping statement, to be honest. Go and check out New Day Originals to see the new collection, sustainable fashion, and listen to your gut when it comes to your style. Bring some personality and have fun with it because fashion is supposed to be fun. It's one of the joyful parts of life. It definitely is. Definitely is. Right. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you. Thanks. I'm looking forward to reading that book. That sounds amazing. Your, your guest who's going to be on next week. She, yes, yeah, big dress energy. It's really good. Thanks so much. Thanks, Finn. Bye, Lisa. Bye, everyone. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please do hit the follow button and leave me a review if you're enjoying the podcast. It really helps me to get up the charts. So that was Finn from newdayoriginals.co.uk. Go and check out her dresses. We were recording that for YouTube as well. So if you want to see some of the dresses, or you can look on the website, but you can go and listen to this podcast and watch at the same time over on YouTube. And that's Lisa Gilby style. If you'd like to come and join my community over on Facebook, that's free style advice, tips and tricks, and a nice community in there. And that's called Style Power with Lisa Gilby. And I'll see you next time.